Hey everyone, happy Friday. Yes, welcome to the Big Self Podcast live edition style, back by popular demand, The Learning Curve, where Shelly and Chad dish on what they've been learning, we have been learning during this pandemic, and where we're all still trying to flatten the curve. And I just have to say, this is part of our learning curve. This is the very first time we have used our fancy little camera and gone live on Facebook. Uh, We're also doing this as a way to podcast with you all in a live show. So we're excited, a little nervous, hoping that this goes well. Yeah, so what could go wrong? So here's the thing, you know, at the Big Self School, we are classes, we are coaching books and media to help you live a more meaningful life. Uh, we want you to reconnect with yourself, reconnect with the world in a new way, uh, and beat burnout. You know, there's a lot of stress going on right now for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, I just told you a few minutes ago that um, I'm getting private messages requests for more coaching. I think people are going through a lot right now. So we're hoping that this can be some valuable content that you can really use as we're all managing COVID-19. Yeah. At first, I think everyone was kind of trying to manage their immune systems and make sure their immune systems were uh, top notch. Now I think that it's uh, like a mental health uh, immune boost that everybody's looking for. Uh, You know, by the way, this podcast, it really is a labor of love and we enjoy doing it. Uh, And, you know, the things that we're talking about hopefully will be you know, meaningful, useful to you. There'll be some takeaways. And if you would help us spread the love um, and, you know, leave us a review on iTunes, that would be lovely. Or you know what? Share this episode with a friend who may be in need of learning about the trust equation. That's what we're talking about today. Trust. Yes. But first, Uh, uh, let's talk really briefly about what's happening for Big Self School. And a lot is. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Um, Man, you know, to go back to what (laughs) I was just saying, though, like we're in a really, um, you know, I don't even know the right adjective to put to what I think we're all experiencing right now. Um, The skill sets that we used to have of coping with kind of normal life are not working for so many of us right now. Yeah. And I think to to flourish in this this time and space of being in this weird covid time requires new skills a little bit. You know, a lot of the things that we were never taught. You know, you're taught math, you're taught to read, you're taught um social studies, art, <laughs> like all these kind of, you know, these algebra yeah, which only these, 1% of the population actually needs. Although I did have an algebra question this week. And I asked our son. <laughs> oh, and we do have a trust <laughs> equation for today. That's true. That one's easy. My point is that there's a lot of uh, going on for people right now. And many of us are never really taught these, these skills of what does it mean to be well and to flourish and thrive in my life? How do I bounce back when things suck? How do I build healthy connections with people and and build trust with them and connect on a deeper level. Like a lot of these very human skills, these life skills, if you will, that yeah. make us better humans and happier, more fulfilled humans. And so that is the entire 
uh, goal of this school is the big self school. The big self school is to create a community. Um, an educational kind of personal growth community where we're all learning together. We're all having these conversations together. We're grappling with these this content, and then we're applying it to our lives. And so over the next, uh, really, few weeks, you'll be hearing more and more and more about what we're offering. We have classes that are coming out. They are launching the week of September 21st. And I'm super excited that we have... Uh, a small but mighty group of researchers and faculty uh, in positive psychology who are helping me build out classes and curriculum. And y'all, it's awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. It's gonna rock your world. It's so good. And I like I forget that a lot of us don't know this stuff. Like I have a master's in clinical psychology. I have an EDD in counseling psychology. Um, to say that I've like I, I have a marriage certificate to you. <laughs> Is that a good thing or no? Yeah, no, I've learned a lot over the past twenty-one years. I forget that a lot of people don't know this stuff. I think I take it for granted. You know, sitting through my especially at Wheaton in my master's in clinical program. I'm like, gosh, this everybody needs to know this stuff. Like everybody. This isn't should not be reserved for just clinical folks or counselors. This is, these are skills yeah. that we all need to be happier and be better parents, be better colleagues. Like, so, so, so we want to bring a lot of this really fundamental psychology kind of transformational material to you all. So we're working with these fantastic group of, um, of scholars to, to do that. When you're learning uh, and investing in yourself, it, it's dividends that do pay for a lifetime. You know, and also I would just say we don't have all the answers. Uh, we're, we're learning as we oh, go. Gosh, That's no. why this is called the learning curve. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. but you, I, you tend to teach the stuff that you know. Or that you need to know, right? Oh, you right. I think and, I do. And as a teacher, I found that the things I teach, boy, I really learned them uh, well. Like, you know, all that time I was teaching grammar, boy, I, I learned grammar a lot better. Didn't even know I could teach grammar when I started teaching it. Um, but uh, anyway, so we are, well, was one I, more thing. Yeah, I, one more thing. The the other thing that I'm, is, I, I'm so excited about, the group coaching, it's called Inner Circles. I... I, th I think this is where it gets really powerful is when you can take this content, you can apply it to your own life. You can work with a, an intimate group of people over an extended period of time and really figure out how to apply all the things that, that we're going to be doing and talking about and teaching over, you know, self-awareness and building emotional intelligence, but then being able to use that in your life is your own laboratory and that you have a little posse of people that support you, they hold you accountable, they they help you set goals and, and cheer for you as you're as you're really bringing this work into your own life. And so those will be launching in October. Um, we're going to launch those three times a year because they are longer, they're more intimate, they're more, um, you know, you have access to me and a small group of people. And so uh, if you're interested in the classes and the coaching, um, Chad's written how many books? 
Well, yeah, we're we're um we're, we're releasing a series uh, over the next few months of ten short books, um, all you know about a hundred page books each, and they each touches on one of the pillars of the Big Self School, and so it's a series of ten. Uh, you're wanting to maybe make it twelve. So far, we have uh, have three prepped for release on September first, which we're very excited about. Um, how to find desire, how to find calm and uh, how to develop, build self-knowledge. And then I recently completed uh, another one, which is on habits. And my next one that I'm excited about starting, I'm going to write on purpose. And anyway, that's we're just right yeah. in the trenches doing it. So, it, I mean, if you are a kind of a self-help type of person, you can grab a book, you can go yeah. at your own pace. Uh, if you want to learn the material, sign up for a class. And then if you want to go deeper and really... Uh, really wrestle with some of this stuff and apply it to your life in a, in a really transformational way, then you might want to look at the the group coaching. So we've got something yes, for everybody. A lot of things. And we're super excited. So um, be on the lookout. And, and also go to bigselfschool.com if you want to check out more. Bigselfschool.com. So our starting question for today is, so how good are you at giving and receiving trust? And this is all about the trust equation. What, trust do you is a big us? one. I do. So, so we have not really talked about trust. Yeah, on I realized the podcast. that. Yeah, and that's this a good is topic. something that in my own life has been, um, you know, top of mind. You know, really for the last couple years, like thinking about how I trust people in healthy ways and maybe some less healthy ways. And so really thinking about how do you, how do we talk about trust and how do you, you know, teach people around the idea of trust? Cause it's a little bit tricky. I do have an equation that I will show, I will share with you all. Tell me, make sure everybody can yeah, see it. Yeah, let's this. bring that this, in. I will say that this is not my equation. And can for our listeners that? who can't see so, it. Oh, that's right. It is basically, we are saying that the equation is credibility plus reliability Plus yeah. vulnerability divided by self-interest. Equals trust. So trust is your credibility, C, reliability, R, vulnerability, the V, over self-interest. So that's uh, what we wanted to share today. I, this is not my equation. I learned this from Jen Giordano, who is a organizational consultant in Raleigh, North Carolina. So shout out to Jen if she ever hears this. She taught me this equation uh, when we were doing performance consulting. Um, and I think it's just really, I think it's a really good way to talk about trust. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, trust, you know, we, we know these things, right? It's built over time. You you establish it through testing expectations. It's quickly lost, unfortunately, when those uh, expectations are broken. Uh, and we can learn to trust certain people for certain things. So yeah. that's, that's our beginning point. Yeah. Brene Brown has done a lot of work in this too. Yeah, how would queen, she, queen B. How would she um, articulate well, trust? Well, I, I want to... The, the definition she uses mm -hmm. about on trust is from, um, I believe he's a psychologist. His name is Charles Feldman. And he says, choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else is trust. So trust is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. And I love that definition because it, it kind of speaks to all these these pieces 
um, the composite of trust comes from a couple of three and maybe more different um, different types of behaviors that we can do to either build trust or to break trust. And so, okay, yeah. So I like that definition. So do we want to go through? I like it. Yes. So, okay. So when we're, this is interesting because, you know, we're talking about credibility and, you know, and you're kind of comparing and contrasting it to reliability. There, there are some, some overlaps. Um, but I I think it's, it's worth, um, kind of pulling out, teasing, uh, the differences of them. Now the, the thing about this truth equation, trust equation, uh, that I really like is that it is applicable to both individual emotional relationships as well as organizationally. You know, you, you'll see a lot of content out there about how you build trust, you know, with, you know, in an intimate relationship, or then you'll see a whole lot on how do you build trust with your culture and your company? Well, we're kind of basically saying that in the end, trust, trust is trust. Right. Right. So a fundamental belief that I have Mm -hmm. is we are whole humans. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. These arbitrary ways that we, um, kind of create silos in our lives is it doesn't work. It's not effective. So to think like I'm this way at work or I'm this way at home or this way with certain people, that's not in our integrity. Our integrity is that we can be our whole human, um, whole human self. So the stuff that we teach and talk about is all transferable. So trust is trust. You either build it or you erode it at work. You build it with your partners. You build it with your kids. Um, or you struggle with that. And so, so these, you right. can kind of put these skills in, in, in any scenario. And I would say, broadly speaking, uh, as you've pointed out, a lot of us tend to struggle with one of these four aspects to the equation, either the credibility, the reliability, the vulnerability, or even you know, how much you're getting that self-interest, um, out of the way or how much it's getting in the way. Or maybe ego could be another word for that too. I will say that it seems to me that credibility is the most applicable when we're talking about the work kind of situation. I agree. The question is, do you know what you say, you know? So give us an example, Shelly, of like, how credibility is achieved and what the difference is between that and, and say reliability. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Credibility is, do you know what you say, you know, and I think there's a, there's a, um, how, how much can people believe you? Do you have a, a reputation for being believed and competent and the skills that you say that you know how to do. Say you're a, a technical engineer. Do you are you credible as a a technical engineer? Are yeah. you credible as a financial advisor? So, are you credible as a medical doctor? Right. So I think that you know the question around that is is around your uh, knowledge base and your ability to communicate that knowledge base. So people yeah. that do that well have a lot of credibility. Was now, I credible at teaching grammar? You know. You'd have to ask your, ask your students. Um, you, you can be credible, Mixed really results. knowledgeable, but you can struggle with reliability. Uh, say you forget to send emails about how much you know. Right. Then you're not going to do as well building trust with folks. But here, the difference is, I think, with like, so in the end, it's mostly about reliability. 
right? I mean, to, which is, do you do what you'll say you'll do? Yeah. That's how so, you really establish uh, trust to yeah. me. Yeah. So here's what's, in, what's interesting. So in this equation, we each individually struggle in one of these domains. So I think for me, credibility is probably where I struggle the most in building trust with other people. Because like I've told you, you know, with my Enneagram type, I'm a two. Um, mm-hmm. we, we can come across sometimes as flattering. Uh, we can say things to get people to like us. And oh. so I think sometimes that can look fake. And so people don't know a really, uh, our, our, our credibility can come across a little flaky sometimes in our attempts to flatter people and get them to kind of see our side or, you know, work with this or like us. And so I think that's probably the one that I would struggle with the most in building trust with others. Uh, And I've actually been given that feedback around credibility where I struggle the most with other people is in reliability. Yeah. This is my, if, if someone, if I, if I have uh, expectations of someone, you you know, some or someone I work with or have worked with, and they don't meet those expectations in terms of not doing what they say they were going to do, then that's really a hit for me with trust. And it, um, and it goes deep and it takes a while to get back. It goes deep because you've experienced it so often or, um, or I- because it, Actually, you I don't give them think, a lot of I don't think I've experienced it very often. So when it oh. does happen, it's like a sucker punch. It's like, oh, wait, you were supposed to do this and you didn't. Like you, yeah. you let me down. And it feels, I think, a little bit like a rejection oh. for me. And so that's, um, that's a, that's a hard personally. one. I do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A reliability is surprisingly hard, you know, hard to come by, right? Like I've, I've worked with, um, a lot of people who will make a lot of promises, you know, kind of take, it's also a form of control at times when they're, they'll say that they'll do all these things and, and maybe they have the credibility. Maybe they are capable of doing all the things that they're volunteering to spend their time doing. And then it just, the deadlines come and the deadlines right. go and the yeah. deadlines don't matter. And I thought they did. And, you know, and yeah. so that kind of reliability and they're, they're teaching you that you should not take deadlines seriously. Yeah. And not to trust. And, and not I to think, trust th- I think that this plays out, we can think of scenarios in, in home life too, right? Where yeah. there's expectations that we're supposed to pick up a kid at a certain time. And we don't like, if you do that over time, uh, or any kind of yeah, the parent who says they'll be at the ball game or the the play, and that who doesn't show up for whatever reason, you just because it's your natural. So the trust is about expectations. And do you remember years ago, Terry Wright? Yes, we were in couples counseling with Terry Wright. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what he's doing. He was in Chicago, and he told us trust is built through testing expectations. Okay, and it takes a long time to build it. And not very long to lose it. Yeah. And I, that has always stuck with me. Like testing, like we have expectations of each other. Right. We have expectations with our kids. We have expectations of uh, the people we work with. And when those expectations are are not met, you, you begin to like not trust certain things. Well, what I was going to add to that is, is it about, it's like, um, we have, it's, it's very natural. It's very unconscious and like almost like a reflex of protection. Self-protection is 
when, you know, we begin to experience certain actions from others that, okay, that parent who, well, they, they said they were going to be at the ball game and they're not. And so we kind of go into a little bit of a self-preservation mode of, Mm -hmm. I'll see it, you know, when I'll believe it when I see it. And, you know, you're going to have to prove it to me. It's just natural. It's right. Just, you, you, it's yeah, a two-way well, street. Absolutely. Giving and, and I, receiving trust. I think, obviously, it, it's painful to lose trust in somebody that you believed you could trust. Uh, we've all been through that. You know, we've all, if you're living at all, you go through seasons with friends, you go through seasons with coworkers where um, even yourself sometimes, like not trusting your own self, you know, and I've certainly been, you know, struggled sometimes with like my judgment, like, why did I think that was a good thing? Or, you know, what led me to that? And so, yeah, I think to, to grapple with trusting people is inherently, um, can be painful. It can be hurtful when you put yourself out there, you know, we're talking a little bit about the next one. The vulnerability, vulnerability. yeah. Which I w- I'm surprised that that's not your main one. You, you're, you're. I remember like um, a few years ago, you were all about like if everybody would just be vulnerable, <laughs> the world would be a better well, place. Yeah, I still think I was, that. <laughs> but I also have true. so much grace for people who struggle with vulnerability because it is so freaking hard. Well, it is hard, and that's what I wanted to just say is like I think that you know like when you're working with a lot of self interested people, which often happens in the workplace and you're having trouble with trust there. Like, do you dare be vulnerable with someone who may use it, weaponize it against you? I mean, yeah, no. And I think that's a very valid response, you know, that it's not safe to be vulnerable with everybody. And so that's where you have to use judgment about what's what's who is worth you inching toward with vulnerability and building trust and who is not. Like where are you figuring out like this is the potential for some it's like a danger zone and it's not safe. And so I think that's that's a good point. Well, and I think you and I, you know, we but so if you if people fall on say a spectrum of um are you willing to be trusting or or not trusting mm-hmm. you and i definitely are on have always naturally been inclined on the trusting end of trust the trust too much i'd the, say yeah yeah of, of of the spectrum the continuum um and so and 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 so what happens is you experience getting burned a lot through your vulnerability really like you, let's say you've trusted someone and you've been vulnerable with them and you felt like they've been vulnerable with you and maybe you've even done that over time and really thought you had something there with your relationship and your bond. And then maybe they'll use, they'll, they'll, you'll, you'll hear back that they said something you told them in confidence or they use it against you or something, which it's very, it's, it's not such an unusual thing to happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that's where we have to look at, um, how people are teaching us whether yeah. to trust them or not. Yes, you know, like you have expectations it. that someone's not going to say something that you've told them in confidence. And then when that happens, it's like, you know, okay, that expectation was not met. And so now I, I'm backing up my trust with you. So I, yeah. I do want to do a shout out to Queen B, not Beyonce, the other one, Brene. Bre- Brene Brown. She says, vulnerability is, do you lean into uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure? 
So that is the, the, the question, you know, when I think about this equation, vulnerability, are you, are you able and willing to lean into this kind of risky conversations and being exposed emotionally and, you know, maybe getting emotional about something, um, letting someone know how you really feel being candid, like that's vulnerability. Um, and I, I, I don't think you need to trust people to be vulnerable with them. Um, you, I, you don't think you need to trust people to I be vulnerable? I think it's a dance. I think, uh, oh. you know, I said to you earlier, you think about two people kind of in their, like a boxing ring and they're in their corners. Trust and vulnerability it's go like together. A it's like how you inch your way toward somebody. You know, one person's vulnerable and that builds a little trust. The other person's vulnerable, that builds a little bit of trust. Someone shuts down, oh, we're backing up in trust. You know, so I think there's these ways that we're always kind of hmm. in these constant dances with people, uh, either either consciously and unconsciously building trust or not. And I don't think we're always aware of our expectations that we have, um, that we have of other people or we have of ourselves. And that's why I think trust can get so tricky really quickly because we're not even aware of like, oh, I have this expectation of you and you just blew it and you didn't even know because I didn't even know. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, you know, um, outwardly reliability is, is, is clearly something that can be practiced and it's manifested on that action thinking information to information level. Vulnerability is a little bit of a different animal. Do you think Shelly, that vulnerability, is it like a muscle too that can be practiced? Yes. It it wasn't a leading question. (laughs) No, like, like this is the thing. It's not, it's, uh, vulnerability Mm -hmm. is, um, it is something that is uncomfortable for pr- I, like, I don't know a person alive who's really comfortable being vulnerable, but you can learn to lean into it because you know, at the end of the day, this is one of the best skills you can have for a happy, meaningful life. Like it's whether it's with you or colleagues or whoever, like me practicing being vulnerable is so like hugely important to my life. Like I, I, I have to practice it even when it's uncomfortable. I'm thinking about maybe mostly when it's uncomfortable, we hmm, have to do it. I'm, I'm thinking about like in our, um, say in our relationship, like if, you know, I remember back in the day, if like, say, you know, you did something to upset me, then I might, I might like kind of wear it on my sleeve, get a little passive aggressive or irritable or not talk really rather than just say that hurt my feelings. But why? Because I think early on, it's like, it's, it felt, I guess we could call it vulnerable now, but I, I could say, um, it feels like almost like you're, you're weak or something or that it's, you know, it just, I don't know. Yeah, like, I think there's so much. Say, kind oh, of, you hurt my feelings. There's so much social. We'll say it a different way then. You know, well, you know? but now, you know, like now I, I, I definitely am in the practice of that. Like if you, like if we were supposed to be you hanging out and totally watching. totally have grown in this area. <laughs> if we were, if we were supposed to be like watching some show or something, and then you blow that off because you want to watch um, something else on, on TV, then, you know, or do something else else for a while. And if that kind of bother, you know, if you're like, Hey, are you okay? Or something, I won't be like, yes, I'm fine. Or what, you know, I'll just be like, okay, yeah, that, I guess it kind of does 
hurt my feelings or, and it immediately clears the air and opens up the opportunity for communication. This is the benefit of being married to a therapist. Yes. It's one of the many (laughs) wonderful benefits. Um, Let's talk about self-interest for just a minute. Well, okay. And that is tied to what about though, trying to be vulnerable in the workplace and what about, see, you know, those people that are really self-interested in the workplace that, and there are a lot of them. And for different reasons, right? like different motivations of why we preserve the self. Maybe you're in an organization that's all about self-interest, that you're all trying to please the leader or whatever it is. And so there's lots of power dynamics and interactions. Or keep yourself safe. I think that's probably the one I see Mm. the most. This, there's something about this organization or this culture that's unsafe. And so I have to figure out the strategies to keep myself safe and protected or secure here. And so the things that we do can can be kind of self-interested. I find that the people who are vulnerable um, in those situations tend to like, they like to kind of share and gossip about who's doing what and you just can't believe it. And well, I don't they think, have I would thing, not call that yeah. vulnerability though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that's just, that's a, that's something different than vulnerability. What is that? Um, Collusion. Gossip. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's unhealthy kind of over attachment with, you know, the, the being a knowledge broker in an organization. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not real vulnerability. Okay. So real, real. So you may not be able to be vulnerable in the workplace. Uh, you have to really, you got to be careful. Right. Well, who I, you trust. I, I think there, maybe that's something we can talk about in the future is kind mm-hmm. of a checklist of like, is it okay in this, in this culture, you know, what are the, the things that need to be happening? Uh, what are some questions you can ask yourself to, to validate whether, who can I be vulnerable, vulnerable with and how, how could that look in this organization? Because it's not safe everywhere. Uh, and if it's your value, yeah. which I hope it is, and you're in a place where it's not equally valued, then that, that becomes a different conversation. Then join the big self community. <laughs> and, and, and we'll all figure gr- this out together because right. is, this is not easy stuff. Yeah. You know, it can be a, just a hopeless feeling looking around and just seeing that life doesn't look like you thought it would, uh, whether it has to do with trust or, or any, any other way. And at big self school, we don't think you should ever have to feel that way. So, um, you know, it's easy to get started, enroll in one of our classes, check out one of our books. Um, we would love to have you in there and uh, growing alongside of us. And I would love to hear your thoughts around trust. You know, this this yeah. this whole conversation came from the Facebook group um, a long time ago. But some it may have been me posting something about trust. And you know, do you trust people easily? Do you lose trust quickly? Like, what are the kinds of things that people do that make you not trust them? Um, well, here's I, a, I, I would love for people to give us some feedback, uh, and we can keep building on this. I think this is a really important topic. I've actually got a couple right, right off the top of my head, a little teaser prompt questions. What do you think, um, about when you, um, aren't feeling respected, like that, that is breaking trust with you, with someone in the workplace and a lot of self-interested people may may not 
offer you the respect that you feel like, yeah. And how do you respond to it? Mm-hmm. You know, without, without coming across as what they would then say, Oh, you're, you're just being defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thought is, and here's maybe not so much one to be on the lookout for, but this is a proactive idea of how can you build trust with someone? And I would say you can take a risk with them. Now, um, I like that. Yeah. That's a fun one to think about because like it, it's really, a, um, you can apply that in the, what about taking a risk with someone in the workplace? What about, you know, you come together and speak to your leader about something that may be hard or challenging to speak with them about, or on an individual, like emotional level, I was thinking like, what about you? Um, not maybe not just an adventure or an experience or saying, you're going to go like, you're going to run a 5k together. What about if you're going to yeah. read oh, some challenging yeah, material together? <laughs> what if you're, well, okay. I didn't, I, there wasn't an invite to you. Um, but, uh, what if, uh, but, um, I already knew that. So that's not breaking any trust. Um, but what about like, you're like, you want to, maybe it's an adventure. Maybe it's like some challenging, uh, some challenging material you go through together. Something you do together that is, yeah. is, is hard that you feel like you're doing together that can form a little bit of a bond. Yeah. Risks, taking risks can be very bonding. Starting a business together. Can yeah. Be very bonding. That really has been for, yeah. for, um, for us, I it, think. It, it can make or break you. Depends yeah. on the day. You like telling people what to do. Uh, and now that I go, no, it's you, you, it is true. You're it really, is true. you're good at it. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're good at managing the people that you tell what to do. And I'm, uh, and I'm get, getting good at like, you know, getting into my hole and, uh, you know, writing out, chomping out some content. I'm, I'm, I'm learning this production stuff too. Yes. It's all coming together. It's all happening. This has been fun. Uh, I think I'm really going to like these Facebook lives with our, uh, in our home studio also known as our dining room. So welcome to our dining room. Yeah, no barking um, dogs this time. We got lucky. Yeah, so we'll we'll do more of these. I think we're going to try to do them every other week. We've got a few more planned over the next month or so. Oh, I was ready for every week. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to lay down the gauntlet. ambitious, but maybe. Um, so yeah, so we'll do these more and <laughs> uh, hopefully add Instagram and LinkedIn so you can find us there too. Yeah, thanks for sharing the love. Hope you got something out of it today. And, uh, you know, be good out there. Have a great weekend. Yeah, bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Self Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us, join the community on Facebook at the Big Self Society. You can find us at big underscore self on Twitter. And we are also at the Big Self Society on Medium, where we feature and curate content on topics ranging from psychology to creativity and productivity. We'd love to hear from you. What show made an impact on your thinking, your habits, your decision-making, or anything else? And anyone you'd like us to reach out to and have on the show, let us know.